Hello and welcome to another episode of Latinidad in the Loo. I am Miguel Rincan and today with me I have a very, very cool show, very cool guest. She is the brand new membership and engagement manager, Maria Rosario. Hi Maria, how are you? I'm doing great, Miguel. How are you? I'm good. I'm excited to have you here. I feel like we've been trying to trying to schedule this for for quite a while yeah, it feels like three <laughs> months and i've only been here two weeks <laughs> i know i know no but uh so she like i said our new membership and engagement manager we're really happy that you're here and uh for first of all for those who like don't know much about you because you're brand new so like just tell us a little bit about yourself yeah so like me said my name is maria rosario um so i actually call several places home uh, my first home was actually dunkirk new york no not new york city not the bronx <laughs> um, and no not upstate new york i was from a small city in western new york about 45 minutes from buffalo uh, i lived there for about 11 years then i was able to move to ponce puerto rico uh, there I lived for about 18 years. Uh, I graduated from the Universidad de Puerto Rico in Ponce from, with a bachelor's degree in business administration and a concentration in marketing. Um, there I did a couple of odd jobs. I was a bartender. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> How did that go? Uh, it was fun. It was interesting. You know, it's the type of job where you really learn to listen to people. Yeah. Um, learn to, you know, handle sticky situations <laughs> um and you know very patient you become very good friends with the police <laughs> oh. um and the security guard yeah. um after that i did work for a non-profit organization called um iniciativa iniciativa comunitaria inc um and in Ponce. Okay. There we worked with um, the population that has HIV. Uh, we help provide them services, get them in contact with other organizations that could provide them, um, you know, the things they needed. Um, it was a very good experience because, again, I got the opportunity to learn to listen. Yeah. Um, I heard a lot of stories, you know, break down those barriers, those that um, stigma, you know, people yeah. think, you know, people with that type of um, condition, you know, live a certain life and no. I heard stories of people who were infected with HIV from their, you know, from their, from their boyfriend, from their girlfriend that never really, you know, told them, you know, they had HIV. And, you know, it's not the typical, you know, just a drug addict or someone who's yeah. living off the street. So it was a very good opportunity. After that, I landed a job in higher education with Ponce Health Sciences University. Those of us um, tuning in today that are from Puerto Rico, we used to be known as La Escuela de Medicina de Ponce. I worked two and a half years in Ponce as their marketing um, analyst. I did everything but analyze data. <laughs> I wore several hats. I was their Salesforce administrator. Um, I helped coordinate uh, recruitment events, um, did the marketing, did all that fun stuff. Then we expanded into St. Louis. We expanded into St. Louis. They offered me an opportunity to move here and become the director of uh, strategic communication and enrollment management. Easier name is the marketing. <laughs> what did What did you think when like they told you like, hey, yo, you're moving to St. Louis? I said, why not? Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot of people were like, oh, you're moving to St. Louis. It's a very dangerous city. And I was like, I'm from Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I know how to, um, you know, deal with that kind of stuff. Um, and honestly, since I've been here in St. Louis, I have had an actually good experience. I actually lived downtown for about a year. Um, that was an interesting experience. Then after that, I decided to move a little farther away from um, the office just to kind of 
make sure I created that work-life <laughs> balance. Yeah. Um, you know, obligate myself to leave the office <laughs> at a certain hour. Uh, but yeah, my experience here has been wonderful so far. That's good. Like, how do you, how was like the transition from Puerto Rico to St. Louis? I know you've lived in the States before, but like you lived 18 years, like you said, in Puerto Rico. So how was the, how was the transition? Yeah, no, it was definitely interesting because like I mentioned, um, the first 11 years were in a small city called Dunkirk, New York. Uh, there was a large population of Puerto Rico Puerto Ricans um, back in Dunkirk um, and that's not necessarily the same scenario here in St. Louis I've, I've been exposed to people from different nationalities and trying to learn how to navigate through that has been um, a really nice experience uh, you know a lot of people think okay they're all Hispanics they all speak Spanish no it's not the same no. <laughs> <laughs> you know trying to kind of um, translate what you're saying to another person that's speaking Spanish that's from a different country yeah. uh, can sometimes get tricky it can like people people don't don't really understand that because I have American friends and they always tell me that but I'm like you know I guess I have friends from Puerto Rico I'm like I say some things and that the meme comes completely different things in for them so like yeah so like I get it um and uh I don't know if you can talk about it because I know she's been going with Eduardo like meeting after meeting after meeting so I know you got a lot of I got her like works like in the books right and uh can you tell us a little bit about that can you talk about it would you rather not yeah no um so basically for these past two weeks i've been shadowing Eduardo at pretty much every meeting he has i've been able to meet a lot of our members and a lot of potential members as well um you know the vision that Eduardo and the team has for the chamber um is pretty much just you know not just getting members and and that's about it you know we want to be part of the economic development in our community and not just the economic development you know we know that that goes hand in hand with community development as well you know we're bringing people here we're trying to retain them how do you retain them by creating um, you know projects and initiatives with the community so that way they feel like they are part yeah. of St. Louis. Yeah. So uh, I like that you said like re re retain our members, right? So what what have you guys? What do you think we have we have to do, or what do you have planning to do to like retain them? So from my point of view, you know, I think something that we need to do is go back to the basics and go back to you know establishing that relationship with each one of our members, um, you know, and trying to create a path for them within the chamber not just okay I'm a member that's it I go to one or two business after hours and that's about it no we want to know okay what do you need as a professional what do you need as a business how can we be a part of that how can we help you reach your goals uh, you know sometimes members don't realize that the solutions to their problems are right here within the chambers whether yeah. it's connecting with another member whether it's being part of a new program creation within the chamber uh, you know it's not just being a member and having the basic benefits it's also you know getting your hands dirty and being part of you know the empire we're trying to build here at the chamber you know we want this to be a one-stop shop not just where people come become a member that's it yeah. you know we want people to come here when they're new in the city when they're trying to look for a job when they're trying to expand their business um, when they're looking for people to partner with um, to certain to offer more services and whatnot um, you know we want to be that one-stop shop yeah yeah and like like you were saying uh, you mentioned the business after hours which is like a great great way to like meet other people and like networking I know you you just went had your first it's like your second day and you're already speaking in front of everybody <laughs> yeah that was hilarious I, I arrived on Wednesday the 18th of May 
And the first thing I think it was Fernanda told me was like, oh, yeah, tomorrow we have a business after hours. It's your turn to, to speak to the crowd. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and then I go, hey, and after that, you're doing the podcast with me. So I know you, you've been working from like, from like the beginning. But uh, what did you think about the business after hours? So the business after hours, I thought it was excellent. Um, that business after hours is very interesting. We did it at BCI. Um, and there was a tornado warning. There was a tornado so we, warning. And we were like in the middle of almost nowhere, just <laughs> <laughs> you know, setting up, waiting for people. And people actually showed yeah, up. I know. That is what surprised me. People actually showed up. You know, it wasn't the typical big crowd, but we did get a solid group of people who were really interested in kind of you know getting to know each other um, and network. And what I really liked about that opportunity was people were able to learn about the mission of BCI. Um, I didn't even know what they necessarily know. did, you know, providing job opportunities for people with disabilities. And everyone who learned that that day was amazed and everyone wanted to start, you know, connecting and trying to see how they can work with the organization. So, you know, these business after hours are not just, okay, I'm going to go have a beer or two, eat some food. No, it's let's work. Let's yeah. meet people. Let's kind of see what next project can come out of that event. Yeah. No, and I, I think that's why uh, Business After Hours are so cool because, like, you, you not only get to network with other people, but you can also, like, you actually learn about the company you are in that moment. Like, I was the same, the same boat as you were. I had no idea what we see. Like, I knew it was a packaging center, but I didn't know that it was, like, really cool that they only hire people with disabilities and stuff. So, it's, it's it, all, all that stuff is really cool, man. And, like, what do you, what, what have you thought of the chamber so far? I know you've only been here, like what two weeks maybe two weeks, two weeks? okay <laughs> um, so far I've been loving the experience honestly this is a team that is ready to you know take that next step um, we have a bunch of people with a lot of brilliant ideas and I think it's just a matter of getting the work done yeah um, you know I yeah. know we all have you know, tenemos la gana de yeah. you know yeah. to actually move this chamber to that next chapter in its life um, and honestly I'm just excited to see all of the new things that are coming soon like these past two weeks I've been part of so many meetings <laughs> and so many projects that are going to be launched soon that I just can't wait for people to actually be aware and you know can actually start benefiting from them yeah no i think uh i think with you being here and like a new staff like i think the chamber is like we're going in the right we're in the right direction to do really really great things we have gonna be have a brand new website coming up you have a couple of programs coming up like everything's like our members don't know what's gonna hit them you know it's uh i think it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool um how did you how did you get into all this like you wanted to be like higher education and then like memberships and like how how did you get into into so, all this funny story no one really wants to work in higher education <laughs> recruitment you typically just kind of fall into it <laughs> um you know i was do i was starting a master's program back in puerto rico and one of my colleagues emsley emsley for watching hi um you know it's thanks to her that i was introduced to higher education. She had a new boss that was looking to expand the marketing um, department, and she was like, Maria, send your resume, apply. Yeah. I was like, okay. And it's so funny, because when I went to the interview, I did not go with the mentality of like, okay, this is going to be my next job. I went with the mentality like, okay, she referred me, I have to go. <laughs> I have to do the interview. Um, and when I went and the former VP of uh, marketing admissions started explaining what the job actually included, I was like, oh, 
this is what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's so, cool. Thankfully, I was selected for the position and I got that opportunity. Um, and honestly, when I transferred over to the St. Louis campus, I always told myself I want to be involved with the community. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I made a goal for myself of as soon as you arrive, join the Puerto Rican society. As soon as you arrive, start getting involved with the community. Um, I did join the Puerto Rican society when I first <laughs> arrived, uh, but I had so much work. Uh, with the school that I wasn't able to continue mm -hmm. working with the community like you know what I did with the community was just what, what you I did with school with, with the school and what yeah. I did with the yeah. society yeah. so when I saw the job opportunity pop up for membership and engagement manager I'm like hmm I think I can do this <laughs> you know I recruit students I keep them engaged as, you know yeah. so they can actually start with us I think I can do that um with the membership base for for the chamber and then I sent the job offer to a couple of key friends and they were like Maria go for it go for it I was like okay and I did it. It was about a two month pro <laughs> two month process. Yeah. Um, they really made me work for <laughs> it uh, and demonstrate that I could do um, the job. And I'm actually happy that I was selected and that I'm here now with you. Yeah, no, me too. I remember staff meeting after staff meeting talk about like who's gonna be the new membership engagement manager, like who's gonna do that. And I'm really happy it's you because I know you're gonna do like a really good job. When you came here, wasn't Maria? Didn't it surprise you? Because it really surprised me. Um, there are a lot of Hispanics in St. Louis. When I first when i first heard of st louis first of all i didn't even know where it was and uh, when i got here i was like you know i'm in the middle 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 of america there's not you know it's gonna be like two of me and that's <laughs> it like, but then i actually went to lindenwood and then i came to st louis and i was like man there's like a lot of hispanics yeah there are and the thing is a lot of them are hidden yeah like you yeah. really have to go out looking for them um, again like i mentioned i joined the puerto rican society when i arrived and at each event we keep uh, meeting more and more Puerto Ricans that are in St. Louis yeah. and all of them say the same thing. Where did you come from? I thought I was the only one here. <laughs> and we're like, no, there's a bunch of us. Um, so, you know, I think that's kind of something the Hispanic Chamber has to kind of yeah grab onto you know making sure people know that there are hispanics in st louis yeah. make sure people recognize us know who we are i know um you know the marketing team you fernanda and karina are working hard to make sure you know our presence on the uh on the internet is where it needs to be yeah. making sure our yeah. branding is um up to par so that way people know we exist and that way we can be you know their first step into the hispanic community yeah um you know typically people try to look for when they move the first thing they do is search puerto ricans <laughs> in <laughs> st louis or you know mexicans in st louis yeah. by, you know in st yeah. louis yeah. they try to look yeah. for people yeah yeah. So, you know, making sure people come to us quickly as soon as yeah. they arrive, yeah. um, I think will be very beneficial for, for the Hispanic community here in St. Louis. Yeah, I think that's why what we're doing and what you're doing is, like, so important because, like, what you said, uh, it's a lot of a lot of people don't even know that there's more yeah. of them here. <laughs> like, yeah. And, like, why, why do you think that is? I think that's, like, super common in St. Louis. I don't know if, if it's like that in other, in other cities or states, but St. Louis is like that, like... 
There, there's a lot, but we're all hidden for some reason. It's the Midwest. You think when you so? Think of Midwest, <laughs> you know, you just think of a certain you know, type stereotypical, of yeah, yeah. Person that's living in this area, um, and there's a lot of culture here, you know. And it's not just the Hispanics. There's a large Asian population. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of Bosnians. There's a lot of Bosnians, yeah, yeah. in yeah. St. Louis as well. Um, but again, like you said, we're not visible at the moment. So you know, it's it's a that's why it's the chamber's job not just the hispanic chamber of commerce but also the african the black um chamber um the asian chamber to really kind of just put their foot down and say <laughs> we are here yeah yeah and we're here to serve come find us and we'll help you yeah no i think what you say it's uh it's very important because that that's the only way that's the only way people are gonna are gonna come out if you want to say it that way or like you're gonna le learn that other people are here too by you know coming to us or any other chamber so I, like i said i think what we're doing here is, is very important and i think we're gonna improve st louis a lot of things you're gonna make the chamber better uh do you have anything else to, to say to our to our viewers no, oh, well, yes. Please <laughs> come to our next business after oh, yeah. hours, June sixteenth. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. I, correct. Please visit our website, visit our Facebook, Instagram channel, so you can yep. know exactly where it's at. And you can register to attend. We also have a bunch of other events going on as well. So please follow us so you can know exactly what's going on and yeah. when. Um, and if you're not a member, become a member. Call me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Contact Maria. She'll make you a member. She'll. She'll do everything for you. So, but thank you, Maria. Thank you for being with us today. I think it was it was great. People finally are gonna get to get to know you, put a face on the name. So I'm glad you you were here. Thank you so much for being with us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. And this has this has been the end of Latina in the Loo. Don't forget, like Maria said, follow us in all of our social media accounts: Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, LinkedIn, as the Hispanic Chamber of Commerce in St. Louis. I am Miguel Rincan, and we'll see you guys in the next one.